said, don't worry about it. Jesus. Don't worry about it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. Hallelujah. He said, don't worry about it. Come on now, you better give it to Jesus. I feel every Hallelujah. You better give it to him. Don't worry about it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
we're tapping in, amen. Let me make sure that everything is moving. We don't want any stagnation because when the word is going forth, we want to be able to flow. So I want to make sure everything is is moving along, amen. There we go. We're back online. Hallelujah. Amen. And those that are on YouTube, by any chance, if there is an interruption, you can always go to Reveal to Redeem. We're live there as well on the YouTube channel. Amen. We know sometimes how um, the Internet moves, especially with the rain and everything on today. But we're praying that you're able to receive God's word with no interruption. But again, we're on Reveal to Redeem Radio. That is our radio hallelujah station it is called um, reveal to redeem sword tv reveal to redeem reveal to redeem so you can always go there if by any chance this is like skipping amen because we're on the sword international network right now amen glory to god but again if you not able to connect to that you can always go to the reveal to redeem network Glory to God as we're there as well. Glory. Hallelujah and glory to his name. So I'll go there as well to make sure, hallelujah, that everybody is tapping in on there as well. So just in case if anybody um, have a question on there because we are we can see you streaming from every network here by God's grace. Amen. So we'll be able to see if there's any um questions or anything that's coming from there we'll also be able to answer it amen so no one is on um okay they're coming on so amen there we go so that's on the redeem reveal to redeem um tv station as well so you can go on there as well but we're on the soar international outreach network now streaming live amen glory to god so let's go ahead and get into our biblical study. We are on, I see somebody just jumped on. Okay, good. See, that's why it's good to have a couple different networks because people uh, may be on one and another. Then we also on the podcast. We have various podcasts, Podbean, Apple, Podstream, Pod app. Amen. We're on Google. We're on Adazi. So pretty much all podcasts, all you have to do is type in soar international for short but soar international network and you will see our icon which is the logo with us and other countries surrounding it very colorful amen so um go ahead and pass that on to someone amen i know they'll be blessed so let's go ahead and as you look down at the bottom of your screen those that are on the soar international at the bottom of your screen everything is streaming past all the announcements where we're located those that are coming in person we're here at 1115 Hicks Boulevard, Suite 5. That is Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. We're here in the building, in person. Been here since COVID, by God's grace. And um, we just let you know we're in person, amen. Not just on the podcast. We're no longer on Facebook Live. But you can see the links there to be able to connect to the podcast and also the stream and the radio hallelujah stations as well. Hallelujah. So everything is going across the screen there. All of our weekly services and other programs and resources that is available. So I don't have to go through that anymore. Now we have it streaming. So those that may 
um, is trying to write down the information, but sometimes they go past you. Now you can watch it streaming going across pretty slow there for you to catch on the phone number, address, and all the different services as well. We are Fivefold Ministry, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Deliverance prayer being made whole. Amen. The fivefold. And we specially base this network ministry, hallelujah, on prayer and the word of God. Amen. Anything else uh, will not stand. So let's go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 20, where we left off at. Um, we're going to go to verse, hallelujah, 33 to 38. Amen. So that's the book of Ezekiel, chapter 20, verses 33 to 38 says, as I live, says the Lord Jehovah, surely will a mighty hand and with the outreach arm and with wrath poured out would I be king over you. And I will bring you out of the people, amen, out of the peoples and will gather you out of the countries wherein you are scattered with a mighty hand and with uh, um, peoples and there I will enter into judgment with you face to face, like as I enter into the judgment with your fathers in the wilderness of Egypt, so will I enter into judgment with you, says the Lord of Jehovah, and I will cause you to pass under the rod, and I will bring you into the bond, amen, of the covenant, and I will purge out from among you the rebels and them that transgress against me. I will bring them forth out of the land where they're served, but they shall not enter into the land of Israel, and you should know that I am Jehovah. Let's go to verse 39 to 44. We're going to finish out the chapter, then we'll go back in and do rightfully divide the word of God. As for you, O house of Israel, this said the Lord Jehovah, go ye serve everyone his idols, and hereafter also, if you have not hearkened unto me, but my holy name shall you no more profane with your gifts and your idols. For in my holy mount, in the mount of height of Israel, said the Lord Jehovah, there shall all the house of Israel, all of them, serve me in the land. There will I accept them, and there will I require your offerings and the first fruits of your oblations with all your holy things. As a sweet Savior will I accept you when I bring you out from the people and to gather you out of the countries wherein you have been scattered, and I will be sanctified in you in, hallelujah, the sight of the nations." And you shall know that I am Jehovah when I shall bring you, be sanctified in you in the sight of nations. And you shall know that I am Jehovah when I shall bring you into the land of Israel, to the country which I swore to give unto your father. And there shall you remember your own ways and your doings where ye have polluted yourselves and you shall loaf yourselves in your own sight for all your evils that you have committed and you shall know that i am jehovah when i have dealt with you my name say not according to your evil ways nor according to your corrupt doings O ye house said the lord of jehovah verses 45 through 49 ezekiel 20 and the word of the Jehovah came unto me, saying, Son of man, he's talking to Ezekiel, set the face towards the south and drop the word towards the south and prophesy against the forest of the field in the south. And say to the forest of the south, hear the word of Jehovah. Thus said the Lord Jehovah, Behold, I will kindle a fire in thee, and it shall devour every green tree in thee. And the Lord and every dry tree, the flaming flame shall not be quenched, and all faces from the south to the north shall be burnt thereby, and all flesh 
shall see that I, Jehovah, have kindled it, it shall not be quenched. Then said I, Lord Jehovah, they say of me, is he not a speaker of parables? Come on now. We're talking about Jesus, Jehovah, speaking to the forest. Come on now. I told him to turn to the south and speak to the forest and let the forest know that I am going to set you ablaze, a set of flame. Now, if God can speak to the forest, to the trees, to the shrubs, to everything that is in that forest that is green, and tell the forest, I'm going to set a flame unto you and burn you, what more could he do to us that pollute him, that pollute his word, that pollutes who he is? Come on now. He said, now listen, I'm going to let you see this forest go be set aflame. You don't know this means. And any flesh that's therein shall also be burnt in it. But let me let you know, I'm showing you something because if you keep on playing with me, if you keep on, come on, trying me and touching the stove when you know it's hot. You know, as Christians, we continue to pollute the things of God. We continue to contaminate the things of God. We don't want the true things of God. We just want the five Come on, the two fish and five loaves, things of God. We just want the resources. We just want the, the, the material things. We just want something tangible. But we don't want to die out. We don't want, hallelujah, to have intimacy with God. We don't want to spend time with God. We don't want to get into a place of, of, of intercession and, and, and prayer with God. Only when we need something. Only when we're in a desperate need or when our bodies need to be healed or we have a financial situation or our marriage or our children are on the break. But we would never just get into a place and have intimacy with God just because he's God. And God is saying because of your polluted minds, because of your contaminated hearts, let me let you know I'm about to set you on fire. I'm about to put my judgment against you because you're not hearing me. I've sent the prophets. See, there was prophets before Ezekiel. Glory to God. And there was prophets to come after Ezekiel. But y'all did not hear me. The prophets began to speak truth and the prophets began to show signs, miracles and wonders and you still went back to your vomit. You still went back to your polluted ways and your contaminated heart. So let me tell you, I'm going to prophesy to the forest. I'm going to set it aflame and you're going to know that I am Jehovah. So as we have read in the book of Ezekiel chapter 20 verses 33 all the way down to 49. As a father loves his children and would not give up on them. So the Lord God is saying to us, I love you all this much to let you know that I sent my prophet to warn you. I sent my prophet to give you a word. I sent my prophet to instruct you. And, and you're still not hearing him. See, I am in him. And because you're not hearing him, you're not hearing me. But I am your father. I love you. You are my children. You don't even know. You're like a wife to me. You're, you're everything to me. I brought you out of Egypt. I brought you out of a dry place. I brought you out of a place of destitute. I brought you out a place of slavery. But you have not heard me. As a father, again, loves his children 
and we know that the Lord God never gives up, hallelujah, on how he view us as his people. That's why the Bible says, Second Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, and then, and then, hallelujah, we are his children, we are his people. He view us as his people. Amen. He was letting them know, look, I, I am your king. Hallelujah. I'm ruling over you. I am the kings of kings. I am the lords of lords. I am the alpha and omega. I am the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I am, hallelujah, Jehovah. But at the same time, as I love you as my children, and I will not give up on you as my children, but if you do not obey me and listen and hearken to my voice, listen, I must chastise you. Why? Because a father chastises those that he loves. Because chastisement, what does it do? It strengthens us. It better us. It disciplines us. It allows us to go in the right direction. So Jehovah is saying, I will chastise you with a rod of correction, not a rod to hurt you, not a rod to cripple you, not a rod to make you malfunction or make you unfunctional or dysfunctional, but it's a rod to correct you. Amen. Because the Lord's rod, hallelujah, will be Babylon. Amen. See, it's not just a rod, a stick that he would beat us over the head with, but he was bringing the army to defeat them. He was bringing the army to come against them. Hallelujah. So they thought that they were going to go into the battle and win because they just knew that Jehovah, hallelujah, was with them. But because of their disobedience, because of their, of, of their wicked ways and not listening to God, anytime we are disobedient and rebellious, amen, we have moved out of the hedge of protection. We have moved out of the hedge of God because disobedience and rebellion is a form of witchcraft. It is outside of God. And that's what they have done. They have moved out of the hedge of God. So his rod would be Babylon. Amen. Hallelujah. So he was going to purge them. Amen. He was he was considering this as a purging, amen, of the rebels and the transgressors. Amen. He called them transgressors. He called them rebels. Anytime that you're out of the will of God, you become rebellious, meaning that you're a rebel. You're not of God. You're outside of the perimeters of God. So you're no longer in that hedge of protection. Amen. And this purging will surely, hallelujah, continue. Amen. In Babylon, among them, until they got it right, until they begin to listen, what thus said the Lord God, amen. But those who chose ungodliness, amen, they will not enter back into the land of Israel. So as they had to go through, amen, this was going to be a chastisement. And those that was willing to turn from their wicked ways, because the Bible says, Second Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people that are called by my name, we are what? Turn from their wicked ways and pray. Then will I heal, hear their prayer, hear their land. So the land can be your your physical land, your psychological land, your relational land, your financial land, your spiritual land, your whatever land, governmental land, your educational land. The reason why you see all the wars and all the things that's going on in the 
the world today. First of all, it was prophesied. Amen. It said that there will be wars of wars. It says that mothers will be against daughters. Daughters will be against mothers and fathers against. It would say all of those things because these are things that was to come prophesied. But at the same time, when we begin to pray. And we begin to call forth the things as not as though they were. These things will have to come, hallelujah, in subject unto God. And God's hand will come before these things, even though they're happening, even though it's prophesied and it is there. But some things will not come to our dwelling when we're under the mighty hand of God. So they would not enter into the land of Israel, those that's living ungodliness. Amen. Hallelujah. Because they always, hallelujah, have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. Well, apostle, what do you mean? You know, it's just a form. It's just a formality. You know, they come to church every Sunday. They say, hallelujah, amen. They pay tithes and offering. They sit in the front. They do everything in the church, but their hearts are far from God. They are not even in relationship with God. They don't even have intimacy with God. They don't even obey God. It's just a formality in front of the people in front of the, 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 the in the building but when they leave the building their relationship with God is far off they only worry about their money they only worry about themselves they don't worry about any of the things of God they don't worry about somebody else's need they don't worry about if somebody else is going through they don't really is willing to pray hallelujah outside of church they only want to pray in front of everybody and make it seem like they're so holy and they care for everybody but their hearts are far from God. Ungodliness. Ungodliness. It's just a formality. It's just a form. Something that they have to act out. Something that they have to pretend. Pretenders. Amen. So they would not enter into, hallelujah, the land of Israel. Amen. But at the end of the day, remember Nehemiah. Nehemiah. Ezriah, hallelujah, they led God's people back to Jerusalem to build, to rebuild its city, the walls, the religion, the tradition, the population, amen, but those people that was not obedient was not among them, those who will live sinful, amen, amen, was not part of that. And there's many that will live and continue. We all sin and fall short of the glory. But we also know right from wrong. We know when we're doing right. We know when we're doing wrong. So they was living any kind of way anyway. Amen. But the Lord gives them up for such conduct. For such disobedience. For being rebels. Rebellious against God. See, Israel had been scattered throughout the nations, amen, because of what? Their sin, because of their rebellions, because how their hearts were far from God. See, when God brings, hallelujah, when God brought them back to Jerusalem to worship at his holy mountain, they will know that he is Jehovah. Why? Because they're back. They came back. Remember, he said those that are living in sin, those that are disobedient would not enter the land of Israel, would not meaning Jerusalem. So those that will enter, they must have begin to what? Be obedient, disciplined. So that's why they were able to worship 
and his holy mountain because they knew that he was Jehovah because they did what? They turned from their wicked way. Amen? See, when the remnant has returned to Jerusalem, they with shame remember their sins. They had committed against Jehovah. Amen? There's an inward repentance. See, everybody can repent on the outskirts, but the real repentance is within. We need real repentance inwardly. See, everybody can fall down and shout and cry and run around the church and so But at the end of the day, is your heart really changed? Is the inward part of you really changed? Meaning, are you really turning away from that vomit? Or are you going back to that same vomit? That same vomit can be relationships that you know that is not healthy for you. Hallelujah. Doing things that you know that's not the will of God. Backbiting. Gossiping. Sowing discord. Come on. Assassinating men and women of God. Character and name so that you can try to destroy because of your offense. Or even just a regular lay member or anybody. Putting your mouth, your tongue when somebody is deadly. Because we should be careful what we say. This tongue is like a rotor. It's like a rotor that's on a boat. It needs to be able to move the boat and keep the boat moving. It's that little rudder is what keeps the boat going. But this little rudder is what gets us in so much trouble. The tongue. Because when the words go out, we can't bring them back. When words is released, they're out there. So it's like you got to really come and say, Lord God, forgive me. Because remember, our words create. Our word is what brings forth something into existence. So we have to be careful what we communicate. And even when we communicate something that is not of God, we need to go and ask God for forgiveness. Inward repentance. Really giving it and saying, God, take this from me. Deal with me. We have to turn that mirror on ourselves and get that speck out of our own eye. Amen. See, they walked and they understood that what they did was wrong. They remembered their sin. They remembered and they gave thanks unto God for what forgiving them. You would never forget how God brought you out. You would testify about it over and over again. That lets God know that you have really, really came into a true repentance. Because you're no longer doing what you used to do. Amen? Because with shame, they realized that their sin was the cause of all of the death and terrible judgments that went out through the land that destroyed their brethren, their mothers, their fathers. Remember, some of their family did not make it. Some of their friends did not make it. So many people did not make it through to the land of Israel. It was a remnant. Remember, a remnant is just a small portion. A remnant is like the tip of my baby finger that entered into Israel. But remember, Nehemiah, he went in. He rebuilt the city. He rebuilt the population. He rebuilt the tradition of religion, not a system. 
but walking according to Jehovah and his world system, meaning word system, the word of God. It was based on the word of God. It was based on God's word. It was based on who God was, who Jehovah was. That's the system that they um, bow down to, God's system, Jehovah system, not a religion or a traditional man-made system, but Jehovah system, Jehovah God Almighty El Shaddai system. There was no one to blame but themselves. We blame everybody else. We don't do this because so-and-so didn't do that. Yeah. When Jesus come, you can't say, well, my mama didn't tell me that. Because we told you. Matter of fact, if we didn't tell you, somebody told you. Some lady walking in the grocery store and said, baby, come here, let me tell you something. She may not wish your biological mama, but she was sent from God to tell you that. So we can't say we did not know. We knew, but we just did not what? Follow. Amen. We did not follow. That's the issue. We do not follow through. You can't say, hey, because they didn't go. Well, I ain't go because they ain't go. Huh? No, you can't go. If they didn't go, that's on them. You better get up and go. Come on now. It's been plenty of times when I've just seen People just stay back. But I still went. And guess what? It was a blessing in it. Not just because I went. I was going for the blessing. It was the sacrifice. Because sometimes we sleepy. Sometimes we tired. But when you know you have to be there. When you know there is no choice but to be there. You get there. And if they come, they come. But you there. But a lot of times we say because so-and-so didn't come, so-and-so didn't do, so. Because when Jesus come and he say, evangelist, come before me. You cannot say, oh, well, apostle or pastor or evangelist didn't teach me that. You got your own Bible. You got your own phone because we use it on our phone a lot. You got your, you know. Now, you may not know all that they may know, but you know Jesus so he gonna hold you accountable, right? He's, he's gonna hold us individually accountable. Amen. That's why it says to us study to show ourselves. It didn't, it didn't say themselves or everybody, ourselves approved. So that when, when God come, when Jesus come, listen, if we didn't study, that's on us. It's like the ten virgins. It was five that had all, and it was five that didn't. But all ten of them knew how to get all. But the other five said, we just going to freeload on that all. But the other five was like, no, we twirl all night. Do you know what we went through to get just this all? And do you think now, I know I'm my, I'm my brother's keeper, and I must love my enemies, and I must love my brothers and sisters and help them, but this one is different. Because I'm, I'm working this because I know that I'm twirling all night. And you think, now it's a difference if you just couldn't get it because maybe something happened to you. But because you were sleeping. Sleeping. No, that's not an excuse. We all tired. See, you thought he was going to come at this time.
show up when he wanted to show up. So even though we thought at three, but he showed up what? At midnight. And because we was ready, you can't just come and think we're going to give you some of our art. We love you, but this uh-uh. Sorry. You should have got up and twirled with us so you can have your art be ready. Because it was not guaranteed that he was going to be here at three. We're not, we don't know when Jesus is coming. We got to be ready at all times. Because he can show up right now. Our life can end right now. What do we do? Do we do what we're supposed to do? A lot of times people say, oh, their life is gone because purpose has been made. Really? It's not always the case. Sometimes they did not fulfill the purpose. Sometimes disobedience. Amen? I'm just saying, out of the will of God. So, at the same time, there was no one to blame but themselves. They would know that they have all received God's judgment according to their own corrupt doings. Amen? Their own corrupt doings. Not somebody else. Because guess what? We are adults. If you see me jump off the bridge, you're going to come jump. Now, you may come jump and try to save me, but it's not like you jump in and want to die because I'm dying. Maybe you just can swim and you know, no, this, you should end your life like this. It's a difference. But is you going to jump off the bridge because I jumped off the bridge? No. Correct doings. So the production of shame was the goal of Jehovah God and his people. Amen. So clearly some did repent, but some did not. Amen. And thereby made it back to Mount Zion to offer acceptable worship to the Lord. They were able to go and say, you know what, y'all? Y'all better get this right. We don't see him. Remember, he just prophesied to the forest. He told Ezekiel, prophesy, speak to the forest. And when you speak to the forest to the south, the, the forest set in the flame, burn it. And any flesh in it, burn it with it. He wanted the people to see that if Ezekiel can speak to a force and say, be set aflame, and did not see him flick a match or a blighter, he said, they would know that I am Jehovah. Come on now. If that don't scare you, then, oh, you just the devil. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because that right there, if a man just speaking, it's just like a woman or a man of God speaks something. They're not God, but God's speaking through them and it begins to come to pass. You know, oh, they've been with God. Not that they're God. So the, the trust is that you trust in them knowing that they're with God. So it's a difference thinking that they're God, meaning idolizing them as God, but knowing that they're God because they're in what relationship with God, the difference. And when you know they're in relationship with God, it makes you more comfortable because you know that this is not them. It's not flesh, but it's of God. And it makes you know like, wow. It makes you strive to say, if they can be with God, and we're walking and breathing the same air, I can be with him like that too. I know they're apostles, and I'm just a lay member, but we're in the same place. We're under the same anointing, corporate anointing. So they're just operating in a gift. But because we're in the same corporate anointing, the, the same Holy Spirit, can, I can tap into it too. So we're all in that intimacy with God. Amen. So this right here 
just a reminisce on what they've been through, but we also need to reminisce in our character too, in our life too, as we live today. Yes, we may sin and be moved to sorrow by the word of God and repent. Remember I told you the other day, I said, you'd rather be in a, in a place that's going to prick your heart than in a place that's going to turn your heart. Now, it's a difference when people just, you know, literally like, even though when, when the word is coming for me, you're like, well, wow, do they, do they, is they talking about? No, you would know like it's God because some things you didn't even tell them, but God is speaking. But sometimes we get so offended because we don't want truth because the enemy say, oh, oh, they're they, they, they about to hear the truth. They're they about to really feel condemned. So if they could feel condemned, that means that they're going to turn back to God. So they're not going to no longer sin anymore. So that means that I may lose a chance with them. So I got to make them, I got to make them feel like, okay, maybe they're preaching at them or make them get offended. So let me cause something to happen to where maybe so-and-so didn't say something to them or so-and-so did not do something to them and then cause them to be offended so that they won't go back there to get truth. Because guess what? They're about to repent and I don't need them to repent inwardly because if they repent inwardly, I'm not going to longer be able to speak to them. I'm no longer going to be able to turn them away from God. So therefore, I got to get them out of that church. I got to get them out of that place of truth. And that's what the enemy he does that's how he thinks that's his tactic and we always fall for it but i pray on today that any word of god that goes across the air goes across the pulpit that is of god that is the truth that is god's word that when it begin to prick the hearts of god's people i pray that you receive it hallelujah and that truth comes and that your heart be changed and that you repent and turn from your wicked ways in Jesus' name. And no offense will come, hallelujah, towards you. And you will not be moved out of God. You will not be moved out of a place that is changing you. You won't be moved out of a place that's developing you. You won't be moved out of a place that's helping you. But you will sustain in that place. And that place will help you and move you towards your purpose, towards your destiny. And get you to the right place in God. Amen. So we are assured that God would not give up on us. But guess what? Only way he would not give us up on, up on us, evangelists, if we ask him for what? Forgiveness. And repent in our doings. We have to truly repent. Amen? I want to go to the book of 1 John. 1 John. 1 John. We got the regular John, and then we got first and second John. I want to go to first John. And I want to go to verse. I want to read verse 9. So first John chapter 1. Let's read um verses. Um I want to um let's start with 7 to 10. Evangelist. First John chapter one seven through ten. Thank you. Good morning. First book. First book. John. Okay. Hallelujah. Good morning, Apostle. Well, first John, go all the way 
Um, it's after Second Peter. Put in what First and John chapter one. Oh, it should say verse seven. But if we walk, that's okay. Um, seven through ten. We can't hear you. But if we walk in the light as he is in the correct, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Go ahead to um, 9 and 10, please. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Verse 9. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Amplified Verse. <laughs> it's like real deep, right? Okay, hit that microphone. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. It's, it's like King James is like to the point, too. And I'm over in the Amplified Version. Like, oh, I see all this good stuff, so I'm going to read as well. Amplified version as well, but I'm just going to add to what Evangelist said. Thank you. Good morning for that word, Evangelist. Amen. She said, but if we, meaning really, come on now. That's what I like about Amplified. It puts some amp to it. You know, amp like some boom to it. Really? If we really, because a lot of times we just go and just say, Lord, forgive me because we want something. We do it because we want to get somewhere. We do it because everybody else is doing it as a formality, especially in church. Everybody go to the altar. Everybody up there crying, running, doing this. You say, well, let me join in. Let me cry. Let me do They dance and move it around. But is it inwardly? Are you really? Is it a really thing? You would know them that's really because you see them eventually changing. It is like a process. You no longer hear them saying what they used to say, going where they used to go. Being who they used to be with, knowing that it was not the right way. So if we really are living and walking in the light as he, because remember, Jesus see everything. I may not see everything. You may not see everything. I could be up here so holy, know the word, the word is in me. Oh, apostles, I just love her because blah, blah, blah. And I could be living any kind of way. Remember Ezekiel, when God told when you, he said, dig a hole. In the wall. And when he began to see, he wasn't just seeing regular lay members. He was seeing the priests, the Levites, those that back then, they had to go before God for the people. So they had to be holy. They couldn't go to God any kind of way. But they was in white sackcloth. Holy, holy, holy. But behind that wall, worshiping the sun, worshiping other gods, holding incense, women praying, oh the Lord going to touch the fruit of your womb, you're going to have baby because the Lord God say, but they're in the back worshiping fertile gods really they was not fasting and, and, and laying and, 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 and travailing for you and praying but they were calling other gods not the real Jehovah God so we don't know, but Jesus see everything. So you can fool people, but you can't fool God. See, that's where the true conviction comes. That's when you really see and feel true conviction. Because you want to change. Because you don't care about Apostle Joe seeing you. Because it's God that see you. 
And that's more important because on judgment day, it's Jesus that's going to say, either you're going to be a good and faithful servant or depart from me, I never knew you. You fooled us all day. And we're looking like, come on, I know she coming in. She was white, she was holy, praying and fasting, come on. And when you see them turn away, you're like, huh? She, he prophesied accurately. He was always in the church. She was always laying on her face. And, the, and Jesus, Jesus, excuse me, why did you, you said depart from me for, for her or him? No, 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 no. You got it wrong. No, no, I saw them in the church. 24-7. I saw them praying for everybody. They was feeding the poor. They was doing this. They was doing... No, no, no. She looked like just somebody. That's not really... You know, Jesus knows the hair on her head. He created us. No, honey. That's what her outward, his outward thing showed you. But their heart was far from me. Oh, my God. So, don't be fooled. That's why I prayed that the blind was come off our eyes. Because there are many sheep in wood clothing running around prophesying, saying, Thus said the Lord God, and God ain't said nothing. But because they're accurate with your address, they're accurate with your past. We got worldwide web and we got gossip. Come on now. People go and sit around gossip just to say the Lord said. And really it came from gossip. God forbid. We have, it says, is in the light. We have fellowship with one another, meaning that it's never broken. Amen? The blood of Jesus Christ's son cleansed, meaning it removed us from all sin and guilt. When we come into what, evangelists? Repentance. When we come into true repentance, what happens? We all sin and fall short of the glory. Glory to God. We, we, do you see something? Do you see something? Oh, okay. Prophet eyes. Amen. Don't prophet eyes. Hey. Okay. So we all see the false start of the glory. Right? But at the end of the day, we can come and say, Lord, I know. I was like, hey, sis, hey, bro, I love you. But in my heart, I can't stand them. Come on now. You know they do that, right? Oh, here she come. Here they come. Hope y'all come say nothing to me. Oh, hey. Bless you, evangelist. Look like you worked all night. But still, see? Sacrifice. You worked all night. Oh, you, I can see. But may God give you strength. May God give you more strength. May God give you more, more, more. Raise your hands up. So God give you more, 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 more strength. Inward strength. Outward strength in the name of Jesus. Come on now. Because you ain't worked just no one, two hour shift, 12 hour. Hallelujah. But you still can. You could have just got on podcast. Hey, mom, you know I'm just going to get on pockets. No, you sacrifice. So, daughter, whatever you need, just call up to him. Because guess what? A sacrifice. You sacrifice to come into the house of God. Not for me. Not for nobody but him. Amen. May the Lord God do it. In Jesus' name. Daughter, ask him for something. You ain't never asked for something huge. Hold on. Include me in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Because God is doing some big things, things that we ask for that we've never seen. But we know he a big God. He can 
could do an instant thing, a right now thing. Uh, come on now. Right now, right now. So I pray in the name of Jesus. So whatever she asks in his name, let it be done to her right now because of obedience. Because of the sacrifice in Jesus' name. See, as we ask the Lord God, he shall give it to us. Because we have repented. We have come before him. You know, a lot of times when we come before the Lord, it's not like we're like constantly doing something out of the norm. But we just want to keep ourselves right. We want to keep our minds right. We want to keep our hearts right. So we are saying, Lord God, whatever you go, Lord, just forgive me. Just cause even though we know really in our heart that we may have not dealt, but we just want to be sure. Because this mind, sometimes that supposed to be staying on Christ, can wonder. It can think of things that we should not think of. Think of our hearts can feel away. Because sometimes when people betray us, that hurts. Come on, can we be human? Can we really be real? When people betray us and reject us and abandon us, it hurts. And it's so easy for us as men and women of God to say, well, just pray. Yes, prayer works all the time. But guess what? We're human. And we feel. And we have emotions. So even as we pray, as we read the word, because the word of God is what takes the heart and holds it in his hand and comforts the heart. And it brings it to a place of comfort and soothing. But at the same time, he's also working some things out of us. Because even though we're hurt, even though the pain is there, he's bringing us to a place of just relying on him. Being delivered from opinion of man. Being delivered about what people say. Yes, it hurts, but guess what? When you get in a place and, and know that only what Jesus say matters. Because you know what I think of? I always say, when they kill him, they, they, the same ones that he fed, the same, the same ones that he healed, the same ones he created miracle signs and wonders for. When they put him in the middle of the thief and the murder, or whatever sin they may have caught, they really did. But Jesus, sin not. A man of no sin. How dare us say, crucify him. When we know all that he done. When we know that he had no sin in him. But we knew the murderer. We knew the robber that did all those things. Because Apostle Joe, it had to happen. It was prophecy. It was the word. In order for the word to become flesh. In order for us to be saved. In order for us to be living today. He had to be crucified. Come on now. It was spoken. It was written. He was the written word. That, that, that came from a spoken word. And that translated and came and conformed into a living word. So because of that. We have a right to go before the Father, and he shall forgive us of our sin. Come on now. So he keeps us clean because He, we no longer want to be with that crowd. We no longer want to do the things we want to do because we know the Holy Spirit is what? In this temple. 
smoke no more. Not going to drink no more. Your heart not going to be bitter no more. Now, bitterness may try to come because somebody may try to come and betray you and reject you. But you got to tell bitterness to what? Get out. You got to tell, come on, unforgiveness to leave. You got to tell hurt and pain and reject. Get out of here now. You don't belong here. I'm free. I forgive you. Let God Almighty be God. But I'm free from bitterness. I'm free from unforgiveness. No longer will unforgiveness or bitterness be in my heart. No longer will it be on the tip of my tongue because I know the tongue is like a rudder. And it's... And if I'm not careful to say something that I can't take back. So the Holy Spirit will work in you. And the Holy Spirit will train you in your words. Even though because we're human, your mind may think it. But you won't speak it. You won't allow it to come in your heart. Because soon when it's trying to come, you cast it out of your heart. You remove it away from your heart. You don't allow it to come in your heart. Let alone on your mouth. Amen. So if we say we have no sin, meaning to refute, to admit that we are sinners. Most people say, I've been saved for 50 years. I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing. We are sinners. Hallelujah. You may not smoke. You may not drink. You may not fornicate. You know all those ones. But your heart may be far from God. You may have bitterness, unforgiveness, no love. That's sin. You may be gossiping. So in discord. Now that's an abomination. You may get pride. Abomination. Worse than sin. So no, you ain't got you abominating. Amen. Abomination. Hallelujah. And we say, oh, we so holy. And really we're far from God. We declude and lead ourselves astray with the truth, which the gospel presents is not in us does not dwell in our hearts. So if we freely admit I sin, I fall short of the glory. I messed up. I didn't get it right. Sometimes it's hard to come before our brothers and sisters and say, you know what? I messed up. You know what? It was my fault. I know I've done it. But I go to God like, God, take away any pride because of I should have really told them it was my fault. But Lord, I'm coming to you. Teach me how I can still go to that person and tell them, you know what? Okay, it was my fault. But Lord, please, I repent to you. Please. If it was anything that I've done, if it was any, it didn't, sometimes if it, even if it's not my fault, I still go to God and say, Lord, please, Lord, if it was me, show me. Because I just want to make sure that I, I didn't offend anybody. I just want to make sure that, um, Okay, if I didn't get it wrong, maybe I can get it right. Huh? Maybe you know, sometimes we just we, we, we just say, okay, even even if we did not do it, sometimes it's still good to go check. Because it could have been one small word, something that we missed. But we think we're so perfect. We think that oh we can do no wrong. When one small word can cause an offense. One small noun, pronoun, adjective, I'm just saying, can really be wrong. There's nothing wrong with just asking God, Lord, if it was something I said or did. 
Or Lord God, forgive me. Teach me how I can still go to that person and ask that person for forgiveness. So today I go before the whole world. 200, not 87, but almost 347 countries that's watching. All my brothers and sisters that's here. If I've ever offended you or said anything or hurt you or betrayed you or whatever, please forgive me. Forgive me right now in Jesus' name. Lady Apostle Robin Stokes is asking for forgiveness for anything that I may have caused anybody. And even I may not call your name, you know by name. Forgive me. Forgive me. Let me be the first partaker in this. So I even pray that this week, ask the Lord God, the Spirit of God, to give you remembrance of anybody that you may have offended, anybody that you may need to go back and apologize to, even if you can't get to them verbally or not just text them. Don't pick up, don't text them. We're so quick to text. Pick up the phone and say, please forgive me. Please, please forgive me and watch how a breakthrough just comes through your life because you're going to be set free. We no longer want to come like that. And it's saying here that if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just, meaning truth to his own nature and promises, and he will forgive our sins, dismiss our lawlessness. That's the reason why we're not getting breakthroughs. That's the reason why things are on the, on, on, on the, is these not moving? Because there is unforgiveness. There is bitterness. There is hatred. There's discrimination. There is all types of things that is stopping the move of God in the land of the living because of our wickedness, because of our rebellions, because of our not being convicted and truly coming and asking the Lord God to forgive us. Let's confess our sins today. November the 20, what? 7th? Is that the date? Daughters, today the 27th? November the 27th, 2022, before we go into the year 2023, let's confess our sin. Take it to the Father and let the Father open up the heart. Because what happens is you want the Father to open up the heart. So when you take it to the Father, remember the prodigal son when he knew that what he did was wrong. He wasn't supposed to take his inheritance and leave at that time. He went to the Father, God, and it was God that touched the heart of what? The Father. He went to the Father in order to touch the heart of the Father. So when he came back to the natural, come on, the natural Father, how he welcomed him in with a robe, a ring, and the best. You can't get that after you have what? Did wrong. Unless you go what? To the spirit, your spiritual father, your heavenly father. He would change the heart of the natural father, the natural mother, the natural brother, the natural sister, the niece, the nephew, the cousin, the friend, the co-worker, the pastor, the father, whoever. Then you can confess it and say, I'm sorry. The Holy Spirit is taking me this way this morning. I don't know why. A lot of places is dried up in your life. A lot of things is dried up in your life. I know for me, it was a situation where, yes, what they did to me was wrong. They betrayed me. They hurted me. And yes, I was hurt. And I didn't know that bitterness was trying to creep up. And I'm a loving person. 
know I love hard. I didn't know it was creepy until every time I would just hear them, I would just avoid it, avoid them. It was creeping, creeping. Then unforgiveness was coming on the other side. They wanted to meet and clean. Because when unforgiveness and bitterness clean, wrath and anger, hatred, and all those things come and it's like a clone. And they clone all together on a, like a cluster. When all those things just get and begin to move together, then come on. It just become ugly. And it takes you out of the will of God because God is love. And how could you say you love the father when you have no love for your brethren? But you're still preaching and teaching. You're still doing the things saying hallelujah, Lord. So I had to come to repentance. But I had to ask God, show me how to accept it. And he kept bringing it to my remembrance. They killed me. They killed me. They killed me. So every time bitterness and unforgiveness come from betrayed, being betrayed, being rejected, abandoned, it comes to my mind firstly. They killed Jesus. A light come on. Sound come on. And because I'm of him, don't you know they're going to try to kill you and take you out? Don't you know that? Because you're of me. And thank God you know them by their fruit of love. But guess what? Love your enemy. Do for your enemy. Help your enemy. I'm God. I'll take care of them. You got to really get into that place to let God take care of people that really betray you. That do things to you. Because you'll be like, no, put coals on their head right now. But who are we? Look at the people we betrayed Look at the people we did, what we did before we got saved. Come on now. Hallelujah. The people we hurt. The people we killed with our tongue. Not many people we killed spiritually. Don't you know this tongue can deadly kill somebody? It can kill their esteem. Their self-perseverance. Their self-esteem. Their faith. It can kill everything within them that they don't work and built up for a lifetime because of your words. So the Lord God is saying, confess your sins. He's faithful. And then he says, he says this, and then he says, and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, meaning everything not in conformity to his will and purpose, thought, and action. If we say, meaning that if we claim we have not sinned, we have contradicted his word and make him out of a false liar, and his word is not of us, is a divine message of the gospel is not in our heart. So those that be saying, oh, I ain't sinned, I ain't did nothing. Ask them, what gospel are you preaching? What gospel are you are you reading? What gospel are you living? Because from my understanding, we have all sinned and fall short of the glory. Now, I may have confessed and asked him to forgive me. He's forgiven me, but I'm not going to say that I never. Oh, yeah. Just our thoughts. Come on. A thought could be like, uh. Oh, I like that jacket. You know what? I look better in that jacket. She ain't really wearing that jacket right. That's it. Because what is that? Almost like envy. Right? Why can't it be? Oh, that's a nice jacket. I look nice in that jacket. She look nice in that jacket. I like that jacket. Let me ask her where she get that jacket from. Now that's that's now that's good right there. That's not that's not you ain't envying. You're not jealous. 
Come on. So at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. Because Jehovah, his purpose was to move Judah to such sorrow so that they would exclaim, I've sinned. So even in the book of Lamentation, it indicates that Jehovah's purpose has been served. Amen? No man or woman could complain about their suffering because all were well warned. We're warned. Soar International Outreach Network. We warned about the word. We're in the word. This ain't, we are not in dollar prayer, 21 days prophetic prayers, even though there is a book of prophetic scriptures because it's scriptural, the word of God, the scriptures is what it is in the word of God, but that's not the Bible. We're in the Bible, the word of God. We're teaching the word of God. We're living the word of God. The word of God is being prophesied to us. We're walking in God's word. So whatever place you go to, even if it's not here, anything that your ears is listening to, we got so much stuff on the internet. So much now people say, well, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to go to YouTube instead of going to the word. People don't go to the Bible no more. They go to YouTube. People don't go to the Bible no more. They Google. They even tell the preacher, well, wait a minute, let me Google it. The preacher is teaching from the word. They say, okay, I got the answer. Let me Google it. Really? Hey, are you serious? Google Jesus. Google Jehovah. Google El Shaddai. Google the word of God. Google the King James. Google the Amplified. Google the, the versions of the Bible. Don't just Google to answer your question. Google God's word. God's word will answer it. And then I will call on you. Don't raise your hand saying I could Google it. Because I won't call on you. Now, if you got the word, I'll call on you. But people are saying I'll Google it. I'll YouTube it. They're listening to things on, on the stuff. Don't you know the devil is the prince of the air? Hello, I'm about to teach spiritually. I'm about to teach spiritually, scripturally, and prophetically, and, come on now, warfare. He is the prince of the air, meaning that the airway, transmission, frequency, he's able to tap in, and he's able to what? Change the frequency of the word. Even though truth supposed to go, it will detour people to what? Not what's true. It'll get their spirit so, what I want to call it, bewitched um, to listening to stuff that is just feeding their flesh. There we go. And not their spirit. We need to be, our spirit needs to be fed, not our flesh. Because our flesh will accept anything, but our spirit will not tolerate everything. Because spirit is God. Holy Spirit is truth. And it will line up everything according to God's word. But because sometimes we are offended, because we have been bewitched and our mind has switched, we think because we see it, we hear it, it's God, but really it's not. So the enemy knows how to take the atmosphere in the air and go live 
and make things look uh, sparkly, nice, packaged, and really it has no value. Really it has no substance. Really it has no life. And then he will have you purchase it. You will gird it up like it is so much of value. And by the time you realize it and bring it to the pawn shop, to get something, you will see that it's valueless. And you don't put in so much time and effort. And now your spirit is damp, dampered. And your spirit is just, there's no life. Your faith is wavering. You're being tossed to and fro. Now, truth is nowhere around. You believe in anything. You have not only been bewitched. And this is also the elect. Not just the unelect. But those that know God, those that's been with God, those that was of the things of God have been bewitched because of the prince of the air. We have went to social media. We have went to this media. No longer are we saying we got to meet in person. So people mindset is saying, I can just go online. I can just do this online. I can shop online, get God's word online, eat online, drink online, do this online, have sex online. I'm just saying. And you got a wife and a husband at home. Let's be real. Come on. The enemy have tricked us. And now you're in pornography. Now you're spirit of perversion. Now you're living in lust. Now you're living in all these things because of Google. Because of social media. And it's nothing wrong with us being online. But make sure that your ears is tuned in to truth. Because the enemy is the prince of the air. And he would detour and tweak things for us to believe a lie. He is an accuser of a brother. He is a liar. And he is deceptive. Deceptive. He is a de deception. Deception is who he is. He, deception is what he's made of. He's a deceptor. That's not even a word, but I'm looking at too much Transformers, right? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Deception. But he is a deceptor. He It's like a sculptor. You know, a sculptor is like a pole little thing where he just like a wand, like he wand people into his faults, his lies. And it's not true. So y'all, let's make sure that we don't put so much out in the air way. We tell everything in the air way. That's how the enemy able to attack us so quickly. Even though God had released the blessing. But the prince of Persia, which is in the air way, the prince of the air is trying to what? It's trying to interrupt. It's trying to intercept. The blessing has already been released. And because you don't have a prayer life, because your faith is not built up. It's not because you're not going to get it. It's been released. God has given it to you. Now it's up to you to call it to existence. Now it's up to you to take it by force. Come on. Now it's up for you to walk and grab what's yours. But because you're weak, because you have allowed the enemy to deceive you, you don't know the strategies of warfare anymore. So that's why I pray on today. That the strategies of warfare in your life be increased through the armor of God. Let the armor of God be your armory to be guarded up. Your helmet of salvation, your breastplate of righteousness, your, your, your shield, which is your shield of faith, your belt, which is the belt of truth, your feet that shed the preparation of the gospel. But the man.
word of God. Let the word of God lead you. Let the word of God guide you. Let the word of God be your weaponry to fight and cut down every deceptive thing that the enemy throw your way. So that you would be able to confess your sins. To be able to turn from your wicked ways. To be able to come before the Lord and to ask the Lord God for forgiveness. So as we close, as we have ended in verse 45 through 49 in the book of Ezekiel chapter 20. Amen. The force of the south was reading from 30, 27 to 32 all the way to 49. Let me sum it up for those who just came in here. The force of the south must have been the kingdom of Judah. The fire that Jehovah would kindle is a time of a terrible war. Both good, which was the green tree, and what's bad was the what? Dry tree. So which tree do you have? Do you have the green one or do you have the dry one? I pray today that you have the green, meaning that you have life, that you don't allow your forest to be burnt up because of disobedience. Amen? Don't be consumed in the fears of fire because of your disobedience. But hear the words of the Lord through your servant on today. Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, hear the word of God through your servant today, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, about the truth in God's word, how we must confess our sins, how we must turn from our wicked ways, how we must come before the Lord God and ask the Lord God to heal our hearts and turn our minds away from fleshly desires. But put our mind back on him. As the words of God's servant, Lady Apostle Robin Stokes, have been spoken unto us on today. Let our hearts be not hardened, but let our hearts be open so that God can change us. God can heal us. God can do what he needs to do for us. So in closing, we thank everybody for joining us. SOAR International Outreach Network. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. I'm Lady Apostle. And I know that this word has blessed my soul. And I know if my soul is blessed, I know your soul is blessed too. And I'm glad that God continued to speak his word. Amen. As we go into chapter 21 on Thursday, biblical hallelujah study at 6.30 p.m., May God bless you. And as everybody is looking on the screen, everything is scrolling at the bottom. That's all of our services. I don't have to go through everything because it's already live. And those that's here, you can see. But God bless you. Amen. And again, we thank you. But guess what? Somebody out here may want to give their life to Christ. So we definitely open up the doors to the church. And we ask the Lord God to accept those that would like to give their life to Christ Jesus. But first, I ask you to confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that he is your Lord and Savior, that he died for you, that he's also asked you to forgive not only yourself, but to forgive anybody or anything that have caused you to walk away from him, that caused you to curse him, to cause you to say anything that you know that was out of his will. Ask the Lord God to come into your hearts right now. Renew your mind. 
Open up your mouth wide. He shall fill it. Let him fill it with his word, the word of God. Let him fill it with the Holy Spirit. Because even as you open up your mouth wide, he can fill you with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit has all power. You'll be able to step on every serpent. Be able to go in power and demonstration in God's word. Raise the dead, heal the sick, and cast out devils in his name. So I pray that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ is on your life today. I pray that you would never be the same. I pray that divine connections come in your life, divine relationships, that God leads you to the right place so that your gifts, your spiritual gifts can manifest so that you can come forward into the things of God, that God can divinely connect you to that man or that woman of God that can pour and cultivate the gifts in you, but that your heart be turned to God and that when the word of God gets inside of you, that the Holy Spirit will show you all things and teach you all things in Jesus name you are saved hallelujah amen and know that anybody that have received hallelujah jesus christ and you're saying okay i'm ready to be submerged i'm ready to be baptized in his name you can always come hallelujah as we pray you through and pray with you hallelujah we're here soar international outreach network 1115 hicks boulevard Suite 5, Fairfield, Ohio, 45014. We can be reached at 513-494-6678. We will love to submerge you. Hallelujah. Baptize you in the name of Jesus with the fire of the Holy Spirit. Amen. With fire. Hallelujah. You're going to feel fire. Not a strength fire, but the fire of the Holy Spirit. So come on and let us baptize you on today. Hallelujah. I know you say, well, I've never been to your church. I've never joined. Come on. We're going to pray you in. We're going to pray with you. We're going to guide you and teach you. But the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. Hallelujah. Amen. And glory to God. So I open up the doors. Amen. Give us a call. May God bless you. Until next time. In Jesus' name, God be with you. Amen. And glory to God. God bless you. Thank you.